Hello, parent warrior. Do you need a different way to get into your teen's head to maybe find out what makes them smile, what challenges they are facing, or even what they wish for in this moment in their lives? Well, if this sounds like you, boy, do I have a great tool to help you learn more about the person they are growing to become. It's my parent-child communication journal entitled Between You and Me, and it will help you and your child build a deeper bond, especially during the teen years. Pick up your copy at Amazon by simply typing in Jessica Shields or click on the link in the show notes for a direct link to the resource. Get your copy of Between You and Me today. This is Parent Them Successful with author and licensed educational psychologist, Jessica Shields. Your child no longer has to struggle. On this parenting podcast, we unravel the complexities of the education system, give insight into intervention services, and offer encouragement and tools alongside your parenting journey. It's time for your child to thrive. Welcome your host, LEP educator and mama four, Jessica Shields. Hello, Parent Warrior, and welcome to the Parent Them Successful podcast. I am so glad you are tuning in. Today, I am talking with Dr. Stephen Jones about money. Yes, money, but in the form of scholarships. Imagine your child with enough scholarship money to fund not only their college dreams, but also materials and resources that will help them live comfortably while in school. Ah, wouldn't that be nice? Sounds good to me. Access to scholarships can do more than just alleviate the financial burden on the family, but can also provide a sense of calm and comfort in the college experience. They don't have to worry about money. Now, Dr. Jones is going to be sharing a special resource to kickstart the process. So hang around for that. Also stick around for your weekly parenting challenge and your loving reminder. You definitely don't want to miss that. But first, I need to tell you a little bit about our guest today. Dr. Jones is currently an Associate Dean of Success in the College of Engineering at Villanova University. For 13 years, he worked at Drexel University as director of the Success or ACT 101 program. And Dr. Jones is also CEO of SAJ Publishing and Education Services. He is the author of three books entitled Seven Secrets of How to Study, The Parent's Ultimate Education Guide, and The Ultimate Scholarship Guide. Oh, and of course, and The 10 Keys to a Successful Marriage. And you know what? He has such a wonderful background. He even has a background in ministry. So he has a guide there as well, how to study the Bible and online. He has so many online courses outside of that as well. Dr. Jones specializes in college access, college readiness, and career coaching. And he has received numerous awards. 
numerous awards. Some of his awards include Distinguished Toastmaster, Toastmasters District Award winner, National Society of Black Engineers Award, Society for Hispanic Engineers Award, and Black Engineer of the Year Award. Wow, we have an award-winning colleague on the line with us today. He is also the former president of the National Association of Multicultural Program Advocates. The Drexel University chapter of the National Society of Black Engineers named an award after him to acknowledge his dedication to students. So we have a powerhouse. The award is titled the Dr. Stephen Jones Award for Academic Excellence. And Dr. Jones is an education advocate for K-12 college students and parents. So that's you. He believes that there is tremendous hope for our next generation, and he is committed to helping them to achieve their education and career goals and dreams. I'm so honored and very privileged to have you on the show today, Dr. Jones. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I am blessed, Jessica. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. You know, you seem to be the guru when it comes to anything and everything education, but today I know we're just talking about scholarships. We're talking about money today because that's, I know that's top of mind for me, having one child in college and two more right behind. So what has been the problem that you've seen um, centered around financial aid or scholarships? Is there a pattern? Yeah, the pattern is that most parents don't know where to start and Mm -hmm. nor do their children. And so they keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. And then they miss out on deadlines for scholarships that they could have earned. So a lot of it is just about the planning, the organization, and the belief that you're going to actually win the scholarships that drive you to go after them. Mm, I like that you said belief because it just feels like I I could just speak for myself when I was in high school applying for these scholarships. And it just seemed like there was going to be so much competition. It was hard for me to believe that I would even get any of them. So, you know, I'm glad you mentioned belief because that's definitely a big part of it. Yeah, about there's about $90 billion in scholarships every year and half of it goes back unused Mm. because they don't have enough applicants for their scholarships themselves. Or there are times where someone has won the scholarship, but they won another scholarship. So now that scholarship is available. And because the person didn't apply, they didn't get the opportunity. Oh, I didn't even know that could happen. <laughs> yes, yes. And so um, I'm thinking about me as a parent, and you're saying they're out there, but it's really hard to find like that starting point. I, I think I started with my child's counselor. And that probably rendered maybe four opportunities, <laughs> but <laughs> that wasn't enough. Okay. Right. It was not enough. Where, where is this money? <laughs> where should yes, we be looking? You're right. So counselor is one of the things I would say, not that I, I, no, I'm, I have a counseling background too, but in a lot of the high schools, the counselor student ratio is like one counselor to 300 students or 500 mm. students. Mm-hmm. So to expect them to have the real time to dig and find the scholarships 
is really difficult for them to do that because they just don't have the amount of time. And so, you know, it's really up to the parent and the student to dedicate time toward finding these scholarships. And one of the places, of course, um, that we've kind of left alone now uh, because we think everything's on Google is the Mm. library. Mm. The library actually has resources for scholarships. And you can talk to the librarian in terms of what websites to go to, what resources they have on, you know, well, now they're not carrying books, but you can actually go online Mm -hmm. in their book um, section of their website and find these books for scholarships. And so there's a lot of them there. um, And it depends also on your major, what's available to you. So if I'm going to take my daughter to the library, because that's the one that's up next, um, if I take her to the library and I, I just simply talk to the library and say, hey, you know, we're looking for scholarship opportunities. You got to walk me through this, Dr. Jones. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I go to the library and I say, excuse me, you know, we would like to find scholarship opportunities. She's interested in and. Um, let me pick something that a lot of kids aren't doing. Um, she's interested in art education. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is the librarian going to be equipped or what's going to oh, happen yes. next? They're going to be knowledgeable about, because I'm. you won't be the first person that asked these questions. Okay. Unfortunately, um, as we talk about specifically African-American families, we don't always think of that as a place to go to. So there are other families who are taking advantage of it, mm. you know, so they are prepared or they, they do know that's that individuals come in for those resources. Um, again, if it's a library with books, they'll probably send it to a section. This section is a section for our scholarship books. Mm. Um, and they'll give you, you know, what are some of the best ones that they're knowledgeable about as well. And then they'll also, again, now lead you to certain websites where you can gather information. And one of the things I will say to you is, as even as you're digging, if the scholarship says the scholarship in its description says you have to pay to to get that scholarship, just mm-hmm. ignore it. Go to something else because you should not have to pay to get a scholarship. That is a ninja move. <laughs> I'm for real. That is a ninja move because I can see someone paying money to try to get an opportunity that they shouldn't be having to pay for, you know? Right. Why would they even do that? I'm just curious. Do you know why they do that? Well, they're saying the effort that they put in to find the information, you're compensating them for that, the effort there and to update this information. But you could do that on your own in terms of your, your research and gathering of information. Um, one of the things that I tell the parents to do is to have a binder where they put their scholarship information in that binder on an ongoing basis. Um, and they don't have to wait until like 12th grade to go after scholarships. They can start looking right. in the ninth grade, eighth grade, start looking for these scholarships and have this binder where they're putting that information. And they also can have a folder on their computer where they're putting information that they're gathering into that folder. So you have two places where you can actually locate this information right away. Oh, wow. And then you can be organized. So, um, you know, I think about summertime, what a great opportunity to 
be able to just have that time or on long breaks, you know, yes. if it's a long break coming up, then there's some time you can plan there or maybe just one Saturday or Sunday out of the day. Exactly. I mean, so, of the week. Mm-hmm. And that's what I recommend. You know, one day out of the week is your scholarship day. It could be for an hour on a Saturday morning, an hour on a Sunday, whatever that day is that you choose. The two of you are working as a team. Your son or daughter is working on the effort and getting things organized. And also the start date and end date for the scholarship is really important. Uh, I believe that all scholarships should be submitted at least a week ahead of when it's actually due. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that if the scholarship committee gets back to you and says, oh, we need you, you left out this or you left out that. But when you submit it at the last minute, then they won't give you that opportunity to submit some additional documentation or answer a question that you may have missed. Um, you want to, That's why you want to get it done early on. And I'm even thinking, like, if you're already looking at optional scholarships in advance, say your uh, your child's sophomore or even freshman year, and you're just kind of seeing what's out there, then you also get to know some of the criteria if you need to kind of beef up some of the extracurricular, not too many, you know, I believe in balance, but just kind of knowing what they tend to look for. If, if they say 3.0 or higher, then you'll make sure mm-hmm. <laughs> that you're getting, you're meeting those criteria, you know, that criteria. So that's what I'm thinking right now. Right. And it can be a motivator. Let's say you come into high school and you start off kind of slow and you're, you know, getting C's and some B's. Now, knowing that these scholarships require <laughs> that, you know, A's and B's could then propel you to invest yourself more in getting those grades and getting the support that you need. And I'll just put that out there that students who are getting A's are getting support. They're getting help from the tutors. They're getting help from teachers. They're getting help from um, educational resources. Mm-hmm. So, don't think that you're in it by yourself to raise your grades. There are things that you can do and people that you can meet with that will help you, your counselor as well. So connecting with the right resources um, will help you to get those grades that will then make you eligible for certain scholarships. Right, right. And I'm thinking about all those stories in the news that I, I watch and you you see the headlines, a million dollars in scholarships, you know, and you're thinking like, how the heck did this one kid get a million dollars in scholarship? Do you think that they're using this little ninja ninja trick that you taught us? This is awesome. Yeah. So there, there are a lot of um, videos also on YouTube where they share some strategies to get that on a consistent basis. But all of them say the the more they applied, the greater the chances were that they actually earned. What sometimes students do is they get the first rejection letter and they're like, oh, see, I knew I shouldn't apply for scholarships. Mm-hmm. But that's part of the process. That's feedback. So you'll know, OK, maybe I wrote this letter and I need to improve my letter that I submit to the scholarship. Or they'll say, you know, and you're doing your your interviews for scholarships, here's some things that you need to improve. Then you take that feedback and then you change and get better. That's how you win the scholarships on a consistent basis. But you have to be out there applying every week, every week, mm. and, um, and believing that you're going to get it. And then some of them, um, they are available in 11th grade. So 
you know, it's, it's not that not too early to get started in the 11th grade. Uh, and then over the summer, while you're a senior, before you become a senior, and then have all your deadlines in place so that you can make sure that you're eligible for those resources. And then another place is um, mm-hmm. all the sco- all the colleges have scholarships on their websites that are specific mm. to those colleges. And again, sometimes the students don't go to that portion of the website. They just wait for the financial aid package that's coming from the college, but the college itself has scholarships to offer. Wow, that is a huge tip that I'm sure some people aren't even thinking about. Um, First of all, going to the library, (laughs) that is, it seems so antiquated, (laughs) but it's working. You know, we think everything has to be on the internet Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's in a book and I I didn't even know there were scholarship books. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm already thinking ahead for my daughter and my son and um, for my kids in general. But and you can go on Amazon and order them as well, the scholarship books. And I was thinking that too. You know, if it's in the library, of course, I'm thinking, yeah, it should be on Amazon as well. Mm-hmm. But just great tips. And if they if kids aren't applying for these scholarships or, you know, basically, what are they missing out on when they wait to start applying? They're, they're missing out on thousands upon thousands of dollars that mm. would have prevented them from having to get a loan that it might take the next 20 to 25 years to pay off. Or 30. Yeah, or 30. I've been there. (laughs) That's a pain point for a lot of adults. (laughs) Yes, because they keep adding interest to it. And it seems like you're never getting to the end of it. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, to have. And um, so it's far better to do that as well as we talk about scholarships that you earn as if you're into certain sports. Um, There's certain things that it may be music or art. And the departments sometimes, the department in the college might have its own scholarship that's offered by an alumni that graduated from the university in their arts department, in their engineering, their science department. Mm, that's good so, to know. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's a great you know resource as well. Like, what is the department offering in scholarships? Uh, a lot of colleges have something called the presidential scholarship, which is something that most of them are around November the 1st. Their um, students qualify for that. Mm-hmm. And it pays for everything. It's a full ride. Um, mm. you know, it's room and board and also your, all of your courses. So the presidential scholarship, you need to look on each college's financial aid section of their website to see about that presidential scholarship. Some colleges give more, and, uh, more than others. So you mm-hmm. have to just be aware of what that is. And just as a word of advice to the mm -hmm. parents is to know on paper what the cost of your college is and what resources you have to pay for that college. What Mm -hmm. I have seen is um, parents get enough scholarship money for the first year and that scholarship lasts for um, just that one year. And then the scholarship goes away. So now they have to make up $20,000 to $25,000 gap and financial aid that they they was allo- allocated to them as a scholarship as opposed to part of their grant. 
Right. Wow. Uh, there's a lot of work to be done on the parent end as well, making sure that the child has those resources. And I know we talked a little bit about preparing ahead, but are there just some things that students can be doing, or that parents can make sure that their child is doing? Like in general, are there some general guidelines to be competitive? Because you have to win it. Yes. Yes. So, um, we already talked about the grades, so I'm not going to emphasize mm-hmm. that's important. You know, try to mm-hmm. get those A's and those B's. Um, engaging in activities and community activities can be also a way to have something to put on your scholarship essay that makes you distinctive from another student. Starting your own foundation can be mm-hmm. another distinction that you can do as a young person. Starting your own business. So when you're writing these essays about the scholarships and why you deserve them, that's one thing that stands out about you from the other students. And they see your leadership. They see your development and growth through these different types of initiatives that you've taken on your own. Volunteerism in the community. That's another thing. And that's that's another way to find out about scholarships is that as you're doing these volunteer activities, getting involved in leadership, asking those organizations, do they have a scholarship? And sometimes they actually do Mm. have a scholarship. It's the foundation that you're working with, or um, there's a company that you're working for. You know, McDonald's has a scholarship. And Starbucks has a scholarship. Mm -hmm. You just on and on the places that we're using every day that your parents have put money into, uh, (laughs) you know, they can give it back to you in the form of a scholarship. Mm. Mm. That is good advice. And, It seems like these are, you know, I always ask, well, what are the secrets, you know, and it just seems like the part of the secret is number one, the library. Oh my gosh, a book, a scholarship book, the the scholarships that no one's really accessing because everybody else is trying to Google search. (laughs) (laughs) You told the truth in that one, Google search, (laughs) but they're actually books. You know, that's definitely an unknown secret. And then I would say an unknown secret is just the organizations, like you said, that we use all the time, McDonald's and um, Starbucks, Home Depot, and, you know, and and even the presidential or financial aid tab of a university's website, and they have scholarships there. Right. And another secret about that is, let's say... You've applied to Villanova, you applied to University of Penn, University of Michigan, and now you're going to all those various websites, financial aid section. They're mm-hmm. going to also have scholarships there. They're going to have the ones that are related to their college, but they might also have a few listed that are general that anyone can apply to. Mm. So that makes it worth you investing the time to see what's there. I love that. And then you know, as a parent, what should we be doing right now, regardless of our journey? And I mean, we can say high school, ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade. What what should we be doing right now? Uh, I think what you should be doing, I talked about the organization and planning. Um, I think what you should be doing is going on some college tours. Mm. That is never too early to go on those college tours. And you can start asking those financial aid questions as you're going along on some of these tours. That will give you an advantage. You can actually make some comparisons Mm -hmm. of things and, 
you know, the other thing is not everyone's going to go to the four-year college. Um, a two-year mm. college has a, a lot of them have these reciprocal agreements where you do two years at community college and you do two years at the four-year college and mm-hmm. you save a whole lot of money. Um, mm, you're absolutely. More like, yeah, you're more likely to get scholarships that cover your entire, entire fees for the community college part of it. And, uh, and it gives you the advantage of taking a little more time to get ready for that next step. Now I have a a question and (laughs) I just want to know, say, you know, these students who get like a million dollars in scholarships and their school only costs 60,000 for four years. Where does the rest of the money go? Well, it depends on how it's set up. If the scholarship is directly to the student, mm-hmm. um, then they get to keep that money. Mm. Um, if the scholarship is directed at the institution, sometimes they take um, they take the scholarship and replace some of the aid that they would have given to you and mm-hmm. redistribute mm-hmm. it to other students. So it just depends mm. on how you receive the money that determines you know, how you can use it. That's good information to know because I'm thinking, wow, you can go and buy a car to help you get from your internship. <laughs> it, it's possible because yeah. that's a part of your education or to help fund some abroad learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So um, that was just a question that I've always had. I thought maybe it would be helpful. And I know that you have quite a few resources um, that you use or you provide to help parents. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your resources and also how can listeners connect with you directly? Right. So you just mentioned um, I do have my I have educational books. Um, I have some ministry books as well. But my first book is called Seven Secrets of How to Study. It shows students how to study and how to get those A-plus a grades. And it's, mm-hmm. it's a simple set of things that they can do to earn those grades. Uh, I, I wrote it because I found a lot of students transitioning from middle school to high school, didn't learn learn how to study. And then they mm-hmm. got into college. They, they got into college. They still didn't have the good study habits. So I'm trying to help them between middle school and high school to develop good study habits with the seven secrets of how to study. Then I wrote uh, the parents' ultimate education guide because the parents started asking me, could I write a book for them? And Mm. it's a great resource for parents to get some tips and strategies on how to help their children to earn A's in their classes. In the back of every chapter, there's a parent that talks about how to earn those A's. And also in the student book, the seven secrets of how to study, there's students that share, college students that share how they earn A's as well. Mm. And then while we're on this topic of scholarships, I wrote the ultimate scholarship guide. And that shows you how to access that $90 billion in scholarships that I talked about earlier, how to get, how to find it. Um, There's over 100 scholarship websites in the book. There's uh, resources on how to start your scholarship letter, how to prepare for a scholarship interview. All Mm. the things and steps that financial aid officers have, uh, I put some of those tips in the book as well. So it's easy to read. All of them are in a workbook format. So they're easy to read. Um, They give you some activities to do and you get some results. Wow. Wow. That sounds (laughs) very good to me, uh, knowing that I have that coming ahead. And, uh, you know, this has been a wonderful, very insightful conversation. Is there any last or any last tips or any parenting advice that you would give at this point? 
Yes, um, I would say consistency. That's for the parent and the student that you need to be consistent in your efforts to do well academically um, and developing uh, community relationships so that you have something to add to your college application and your scholarship application. And in that commitment, attending any events at your schools that offer this kind of information, scholarship, financial aid, you don't have to wait until the 12th grade to do this. Get started mm-hmm. as early as possible. I guess that would be my, my key word of advice. Get mm-hmm. started as early as possible so you're not behind. Mm. Mm. Thank you so much. And so, Parent Warrior, by now, I hope that you are thinking about how this information may be helpful to you. I know I am. Or maybe you have a friend or family member in mind who can use this info as well. This is really good. I want you thinking about how you can be better for the children in your life and how you can make an impact. So let me challenge you. Think about one thing you can do now to begin preparing for scholarship season, which is now I know all year round, (laughs) or even preparing your child for being scholarship eligible. And I want to leave you with a loving reminder. When you do small actions that get you toward a certain goal, they end up becoming major wins. Well, I surely hope that this episode has blessed you. And if it has, you know, simply hit that follow or subscribe button so that you don't miss any new episodes. And as you think about that sister or that cousin or that friend who needs this information too, simply share the link, parentthemsuccessful.com or screenshot the uh, page, screenshot from your iTunes or wherever you listen to and send them the screenshot. You can text it. But the point is you want to be impacting and making a big difference in someone else's parenting journey. And if you're the type of parent like me who is really serious about better supporting their child's growth and development, Join my email list for more free content to help you on your parenting journey. And you can join right here at StrongerMindsStrongerYouth.com. Join forward slash join the list. And of course, that will be in the show notes along with all the resources that Dr. Jones has shared with us today. And hey, I really do appreciate you and I thank you for listening. So until next time, be blessed and love on your children. Thank you for listening to the Parent Them Successful with licensed educational psychologist, Jessica Shields. We're so glad you've joined us and would love to connect with you outside of the show. To find more information about our services, the Empower House Academy, or to take our quiz, What's Your Parenting Style? Go to StrongerMindStrongerYouth.com. Feel free to email us directly at info at StrongerMindStrongerYouth.com. We'd love to hear from you. Other ways to stay connected are on Instagram and Facebook by searching Stronger Mind, Stronger Youth and on Twitter at official underscore SMSY. Until next time, be well and love your children for they are a gift from the Lord.